Hey guys, it's time for Nina's Got Good News. Nina's a former TV news gal who used to share all the news. Now, as a mom and small businesswoman, she wants to share only the good stuff. It's time to brighten your day. So here's your host, Nina B. Clark. Hi, everyone. How are you? I am Nina Clark, your host of Nina's Got Good News. We are dancing in the studio here today. We are rolling. Welcome back. I want to say thank you so much for coming back. I'm so grateful for all of you out there listening and supporting. This is a movement to share good news, and we are growing every single week with a new episode on iTunes and now also on Spotify. We're so excited about that. Today, in podcast number 44, we are going to be talking about a topic that I love, mothering, as well as balancing, or in my case, um, not balancing at all, as women. My guest is a successful mom entrepreneur in the dental space. She is the author of a new book called Mommy Dentists in Business. She is a certified pediatric dentist and is known for being the most social dentist in digital media. I love that. That's like my language, baby. She is a fellow podcast host as well. I love interviewing other podcast hosts. This is so much fun. Joining me from Chicago is my friend, Dr. Grace Yum. Welcome to the podcast, Grace. How are you? Hi, Nina. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here and share you know, the movement of good news and mothering, which we all know can have its ups and downs. So let's focus today on the yup. Yes, I need all the therapy from you, Grace. Seriously, it's like a roller coaster, this mothering journey that we're on. But tell us a little bit about yourself, Grace. What's your background? Give us the skinny on Grace Yum. Well, um, the skinny isn't so skinny. (laughs) Um, Well, so... I'm from Chicago, and I am a pediatric dentist. Have two kids, age six and four, um, running two dental practices, and a podcast, and also a Facebook group called Mommy Dentist in Business, where we have over five thousand four hundred members that are all moms in dentistry. Oh my god! I do, talk about juggling it all. Okay, we're gonna have to get we're gonna have to go deep on all this. But tell us a little bit about the fabulous name of your dental practice, because I love it so much that I just want everyone to know the name of your practices. It's so good. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. So my maiden last name is Yum, Y-U-M, and people often ask me if it's real. And growing up was always teased and like, you know, joked around like yummy and stuff like that. And so... I had to name the practices Yummy Dental for Kids. So um, then as we grew and orthodontics became part of it, we are now Yummy Dental and Orthodontics for Kids. And my patients call me Dr. Yum Yum or Dr. Yummy, especially the little, you know, the threes and fours. Um, They're just so cute. Oh my gosh, that is so cute. It's so catchy. That's what I love. Yeah, I love it. It That was so smart. It's like genius. Great marketing. It's so good. I love it. Well, so let's talk a little bit about motherhood. How did you decide, you know, you had this successful dental business up and running and then how did you decide when was the right time to have kids while you were running this huge business of yours? Well, um, that's a great question. I actually started later in life with kind of the whole marriage and kids. So I was really business focused and professionally um, focused 
So I had started my own dental practice first and then had kids about four years after I started my first dental practice. And uh, then my second pregnancy, I opened up my second practice at the same time, uh, which it just grew organically. It felt right. And having been in dentistry since I was 18, um, not to age myself, um, have been in the dental field for over 25 years now. And so the dental, you know, the business and the professional life was is a lot easier. And I think most mothers would agree that going to work is a little bit easier than staying home. And, yeah. um, I have to hand it to stay-at-home moms because they are a totally different breed. And I tip my hat off to them because I I just can't, I can't, I'm, I'm not a stay-at-home mother. I would actually probably be worse off <laughs> and not a good mother if I stayed home. Um, so that's how it all started. Oh my God, I love it all. Well, then let's talk about social media because I love it so much. As you know, um, yes. Instagram is my jam. But why did you decide to go all in on social media sort of as another part component of your business? So excellent question. I mean, as business owners, we always have to think about our marketing plan and where we're getting our new patients and who's looking at us. And, and you know, back in the day, you advertised in the yellow pages and then it upgraded to websites. And then it went to Google, and then it got to Yelp, and then it got to, you know, so it's like the market is constantly changing in how patients and consumers find whatever it is they're looking for. And if you're not up to date, you're just losing another avenue. And social media was a great way to attract new patients and also get your name out in the community. So if if you're on Facebook or Instagram, um, especially lo- in like the local circles, you start to build relationships with people that are organic. And I'm all about organic. Like I don't like to put up a facade. Um, I want people to get to know me as me. And when you are a participant in um, your social media feed, especially again, like locally, um, your name gets out there and you become a community leader and it grows from there. And so I love, love, love social media. Um, I, uh, Your jam is Insta. My jam is still Facebook. But I think, you know, for a business owner, you just have to, like, know where your clients and patients live. You know, you don't have to be on, like, Pinterest, Twitter, Tumble, you know, like, Tumblr or whatever, like, Snapchat. I think you just have to kind of hone in on, you know, two to three where you think your patients are and focus your energy and time into those um, platforms. So how did you decide, what was the reason to start that Facebook group? Because I know originally you started it and it was just like this small group that you wanted to do. And now, like you said, it's grown to over 5,000 people, which is amazing. But give us the backstory on that. Yeah, sure. Like two years ago, um, our uh, I call it MDIVS for short acronym. Um, I was in New Orleans with, you know, my husband, Ken, you guys grew up together. We were in New Orleans for a law firm retreat that he, that was his client. And I was waiting for him. And I noticed how like in other industries, there's a bigger network. Uh, when you're in a law firm or you're an accountant and you go to these big firms, you have so many people you work with. But if you're a dentist, most of the time you're kind of um, insulated to just either practicing by yourself or maybe two or three other dentists in your group. 
but the networking isn't as um, as frequent or it's not as ready readily available to us as practitioners. And I really thought that that was a missing component um, of dentistry. And as mom, you're either running to work, you're running, you know, to get the kids, or you're running to their lessons, you're running to make dinner. I feel like we're always on the run. Uh, and so going to dental meetings to network was in, close impossible. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just so hard. But now the graduating class in a lot of dental schools are 50% or more women. And so there's a shift in dentistry now that there are more women dentists that are graduating that are coming out. But the challenges we face are that we feel alone, we feel isolated, but we don't have time to go and network because our, you know, most of us are the primary caregivers of our children. So this Facebook group was a channel that I thought was really needed in our dental space and community for women to be able to jump on and off and when it was convenient for them, but to have a sense of community and have a sense of belonging. And um, I think that it was so needed that it just blew up to 5,000 women dentists. And we also now have a chapter in Canada and a chapter in the U.K., Oh my gosh, that's um, amazing. So it's really neat to see. Of course, the U.S. is the biggest one and the most active, um, but our our group is just growing all the time, and we just love having a, a sounding board of other like-minded women that are going through the same thing. And oftentimes we say, no one really knows what you're going through unless they're walking in your shoes. Mm-hmm. And even if you have a best friend from college and, you know, maybe they are in um, an interior designer or a different field, I mean, yes, we can share similar challenges, but really, um, no one really, really, truly understands unless you're doing the exact same thing day to day. Yeah, I think that's so important. That's awesome. Well, one of the words that keeps coming up out of your mouth is the word community. And I love that word so much. I talk about it a lot, too. So why do you think community is so important as a mom and as a business owner? You know, I think it's really important to have a support network. Um, Even as a mom, you know, when you're pregnant, people tell you, make sure you have a tribe, right? Like, it takes a village to raise a child. And so when you're pregnant, you, you try to find your resources and you make sure your parents are in standby and you might hire a night nanny or you might hire a a full-time nanny. Um, But really mothering, you do need a tribe. You need support. You need people around you to help you to raise your child. And uh, businesses, if you're a business owner, um, it's not too far of a stretch to say that your business is another child. And So, again, you want a tribe of people to support you in your business, whether that means hiring a business coach. But I think that it's really crucial as an entrepreneur to have people that can feed you your soul, um, but in return, you can feed somebody else's soul. And that's what this Facebook community is about. It's about having a tribe that can support you in your mother, mothering, motherhood. Mothering is hard, right? Like oh, it's so hard. Yep. Is hard. Yep. Um, so mothering and a business 
because we don't go to school. We're not getting our MBAs. We're, we're getting our degrees in dentistry and clinical and, and patient care. But unfortunately, we're thrown in a situation where if you want to be a practice owner, you got to pick up fast. Like mm-hmm. you got to start learning how to run a business because it is a small business and some women grow into having a third, fourth practice and now it's like a huge empire. So um, it's really crucial to have people supporting you along the way. Yep. It's all about that community. It's so good. Well, walk us through writing this book. It's called Mommy, Dentist, and Business, Advice to My Younger Self. First of all, I want to know how long it took to write the book, and that's amazing that you even did that. But then what is the advice that you have to your younger self? Because I'm sure you have some good advice there. (laughs) So, well, I'm just going to back it up. So the first book that we wrote last year, or I wrote last year, um, I had written 80% of it before I even started the Facebook group. And then I started this, when I started this Facebook group, I met so many incredible women that I wanted their stories to be heard alongside mine. So I invited people that I started to get to know to be added to each chapter and tell their version of the story. And so it's a compilation book. And then, um, and it's about juggling, you know, balancing being a mom and a business owner. The second book, Advice to My Younger Self, um, went a lot faster because I'd been through the process the first time. And I didn't write the entire book. I wrote a chapter. Um, and, you know, my chapter is called Running a Marathon in Stilettos. Um, that's perfect for you. Yeah. So that that's my chapter. But I invited more women to write their, you know, write a chapter, whatever version they wanted. Um, we have really fun titles. And the advice given is so good, especially for dentists that are younger or that are just starting their careers. Um, So the compilation of this book and writing it was so much faster than the first one. Uh, But I feel like advice, a lot of times, again, if you don't have a mentor, you don't know who to turn to for advice. So I felt like putting it all together making, you know, soon it'll be available on Amazon. It's not released yet. Um, making it available, it's at least if you don't have a mentor you can talk to, you can at least read the book to get advice. Mentors are so important. So, yep, I'm so yeah. glad that you brought that up. I love that. So, okay, well, let's do a deep dive into this whole work-life balance because... <laughs> Being totally, being totally honest here, I need a lot of your help, Grace. Um, I think we all need help here when it comes to balance, work-life balance. The struggle is very real. So what are some of your best tips for all of us who really need some sure. help? Well, okay, first, I'm not perfect. You know, I have <laughs> yeah, a lot that, of That's help. good to know. That's good. So I just want to put it out there that I'm just as... Um, I mess up a lot of times too. Um, so I just want to put that out there. But what I've learned in this whole process is that you need to delegate. So number one, get help and delegate if you can afford to, whether that looks like a personal assistant or it could be your you know neighbor down the street who has a you know high school kid who can come over for a couple hours and be like mother's helper. You know, like hang out with your kids. You can go like make dinner or go to the grocery or whatever. Um, So get help and delegate and do things that only you should be doing, especially if you're like a high performance 
person. You know, like if you're in business and you're high, high performance, then try to focus 90% on, on, the thing, on output on only what you can do. And then the rest give off to somebody else. So if you do have a nanny, like my nanny while my kids are in school, she'll, you know, tidy up the house, do all the groceries, cook, clean, laundry, dishes, like everything that like I just don't have the time for, nor do I want to do. Um, secondly, if you can't afford those things, then look for online options. So that might look like Amazon service shipped, you know, um, there's groceries people that ship that bring you groceries and Whole Foods does too, like Peabody. Yeah, Instacart. Um, Instacart, Instacart, I love. Instacart. Yeah, that's yeah. that's my Instacart. new best friend. Totally. Like so, like there. Who I feel like who doesn't ship any? So it's like make your life easier. Don't you don't have to run out unless you have to get gas, you know, for your car. But I just think that simplifying your life by doing a lot of things online is good. Um, third tip is to use some kind of calendar system, whether it's Google Calendar, Outlook, or getting an app, or if you like to write things down, then get a planner. Um, so even for me, I have a Google Calendar and a planner, like, because even though I like things, um, electronically, it helps me to remember, remember more if I write things down. So it's like, my personal assistant will calendar it, but then I'll go through the calendar and then write it on my actual physical planner, if that makes sense. Yeah. I um, feel like when you write it down, it really goes into your brain. Right. Yeah. Like you remember, like you saw it, right? And our lives can be so fast paced that even if it's on your Google calendar, like you'll miss the appointment. Like you'll get a pop up 10 minutes and you're up to four and it's like, two, it's like 10 to two and you're like... You're supposed to be at your eye doctor, and you're like, oh, crap, I forgot, because um, you're so busy during the day. And things that throw you a curveball that it, it's not part of your routine schedule, um, those go missed a lot. And so that kind of leads me into scheduling, like like we were talking about, end of May. Oh, my God, end of May and is like the death of moms, like – so much is going on with their school, you know, kids and graduations and end of the year parties and, you know, trying to finish up projects. Um, there, You can't be at like three places at once. You just can't. And so try to stay on top of it by planning a week out. Like, okay, I know I'm going to need somebody here. I know that I'm going to need to be there. You know, talk to your spouse. You know, if he's at home, be like, okay, you're going to really, you have to get involved. Like, you have to be at X place. And a lot of moms, I think, um, allow their spouses to kind of not be on the back burner, but they don't really incorporate them day to day as they should, or maybe they feel, and every household is different. Every family is different, but I think that if you do have a spouse or partner, to make sure that they're involved as well. Yeah, I think that's so important. And I wanted to ask you about your fabulous husband, my friend Kent. <laughs> you guys just seem like, you know, I feel like this is really important, too, that he, you guys are so supportive of each other. I feel like you guys are a real team. So do you think it's super important to have that supportive partner or spouse like you do. I mean, I feel like that whole team mentality is really what you guys are all about. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. And that is 
so important. It's really important. It's important to be heard. It's important to be respectful to, toward one another. Obviously, love um, and having downtime, alone time together and connection. I think that's really important. We always make it a point to have date nights every week, even if it's two or three times a week, because sometimes his schedule is so up in the air. You know, as you see on, on his social media, he's like in like five different cities every day of the week. Um, so we make it a point to always make time for ourselves, our kids, family time. Um, and it's so important to have that, that in your relationship to be supportive. Because if you're not... I feel that it's possible that one person might feel slighted, one person might feel all the burden, and then resentful. Um, so I think it's really a good idea to have dialogue and discussion so that both people in the relationship can blossom. Yeah, and that's important to have that time to connect, right? Especially, yeah, yeah when we're all so busy. Yeah. So, Grace, for other mom entrepreneurs listening out there, Say they have an idea for something, a business or a product. What's your best tip for mom entrepreneurs out there? My best tip really is just to go for it. Don't have that mentality of um, paralysis by analysis. I don't know if you've ever heard that. Yes. But yeah. So it's like you overthink things, right? And And in that overthinking, you become fearful and then you are second guessing yourself and that's normal. Um, but I think that for women entrepreneurs who really, really want to do something, um, and blow it out, whatever area it is, whatever level of readiness you are, I say, just go for it. You know, like don't overthink it. Just do take one step in front of the other um, I think that all women should feel empowered to do what they want and don't be afraid of, of failing. I think that um, even for me, I'm afraid of failing. Um, but if you do fail, it's a learning moment. It's not It's not like a fail-fail. It's like I learned from that mistake. And then you take that and you flip it and you use it for your advantage and then you take the next step. So mm -hmm. you, you just have to keep trying. And I think that um, – that mindset is so important, you know, that mindset of like hashtag fierce, you know, hashtag go for it, ha whatever, you, you know, social media is like yep. hashtags. I just think that like believe in yourself. Yeah, that's you so just, important. Yeah, be yeah. fearless. Yeah, but I do think yeah. about the when you I love the overthinking advice because I do think when you overthink things then you end up talking yourself out of it because you're getting in your right. own you're getting in your own way. So yeah. I love the advice not to overthink it. I think that's so important. So what has been your biggest challenge as a woman business owner and how did you overcome that challenge? So one of actually I'm going through a challenge right now. So um, one of my challenges currently that I feel like is a huge challenge is that I'm in the 10 year mark of my practice of owning my first captain um, ship business. And for the first time in a long time, I'm experiencing some turnover. 
And, you know, for me, I always love working with people forever. <laughs> you know, like I love working with people. For, yes. Like, right. Because they're, that, they're like your family. Totally. And so this year, um, two of my employees that have been with me seven years have left for different reasons. Um, that's unrelated to me. It's not me. It's like they are um, either like mentally not doing well you know, depression, um, divorce, like things that are not in my control has nothing to do with my workplace. And I could, one, internalize it and think it's me, but I'm not. And number two is finding replacements. And the replacement portion of interviewing has become really difficult, Nina. Hiring right now is so challenging. Um, Why do you think that is? Is it you, you're not finding good people, there are not enough good people out there, or is it more finding the time to fit in all these interviews that you have to do to find the right person? So, you know, I've offloaded the, that to my office manager, but we're finding more no-shows, ghosting, ghosting their interviews. Wow. Um, yeah, and it's like you have a phone interview, you plan the next step, come into the office for face-to-face, Day of no show, no call. Hmm. And God, this um, is so different than our than our day. <laughs> that was yeah. I was like begging, yeah. begging for a job interview. Right. Okay. Right, right. No, but this right. is and, that's so interesting. And what I'm finding is it's not just me. Like I'm asking all my colleagues nationwide, mm-hmm. and it's happening everywhere. Mm-hmm. Or people think it's okay to quit on a text message. You know, mm-hmm. like. Wow, it's so Again, different, right? It's so, so different. different. Yeah. Like, in fact, we would never quit our job on a text. Never, never. Never. Yeah. Um, but it's not just like the position of the job. I mean, even I have doctors that act that way. Yeah. Um, it's, I so, guess. Yeah, and then we have to sort of adjust our mindset too, right? Right. Exactly. We have to pivot. Exactly. We have to pivot with the times. Right, we do, we do. But it, okay, so this is, is your hard. this yeah. is your challenge that you're going yeah. through now. So how are you yeah. overcoming this? So, you know, we're doing um, a different style. We're doing group interviews rather than one on one. So that is, this, is, is this like speed dating? <laughs> kind of, yeah. Like, okay, well, we'll try to get five people at the same time. So if two no show, at least we've got three, and we're not wasting our time. You know? Yeah. Okay. Um, so we're doing that as a change. Um, we're contemplating. So another office, if they want to come for the interview, they need to put down a $25 deposit. Oh, okay. And then you get that back when you come for your interview. Huh. So, Isn't that yeah, crazy? That is. This is very interesting. I'm, like, fascinated right now. Okay. Oh, yeah. So okay. That's what, and then another thing is I'm looking in different areas now. Like, before it used to be, like, Craigslist and Indeed. But now, again, going back to social media, we're using LinkedIn. Yeah, I love LinkedIn. I'm very yeah. bullish on LinkedIn. If, if my friend Sarah Bliss is listening, she's very bullish on LinkedIn, too. She was our guest a couple weeks ago. Oh, LinkedIn great. is huge. Yeah, that's great, Grace. I'm so glad you're using that. And how are you finding that? Is it going well on LinkedIn? Um, so it's our first time using LinkedIn, and for the position that we're looking for, an assistant office manager, um, we're getting quite a few good resumes. Okay. So that's good. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Again, all these new tools and resources out there, right? Very. Yeah. It's fascinating to me. And again, (laughs) LinkedIn, another social media outlet. See how important this is, Grace? We're like, we're on to something here. Well, so tell us what you love the most about your job as a pediatric dentist. What do you love most about it? I love most my patients and the families that I get to grow with and watch them grow up. Um, my oldest patients are done with college. They're young adults. <laughs> you know, like they're like 26 now. Um, they probably still want to come back to Dr. Yummy, though, don't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they do. And, and um, I mean, for- if you were my dentist, Grace, I'd actually come. I'd actually make, <laughs> I'd actually make an appointment and keep the appointment. Oh, you're so sweet. Yeah, no, my, my kids want to stay. But if there is something that's like a major problem, you know, then I have to send them off. But for the most part, I do keep them. And then I did hire an adult dentist to come part-time just for some of our adult, like young adult patients that don't want to leave. And then we do have some parents of the practice who are fearful of the dentist and they feel like a pediatric setting is better for them. So we do have that. Um, That is genius. That is genius. The other thing I was thinking, Grace, is that I'm always at the dentist with the kids because, unfortunately, mm-hmm. Charlie's already had braces, a retainer, you name Aww. it. And Blaine, yeah. it, Blaine is pr- heading down a similar path. But I was thinking that I'm always there, and wouldn't it be good to have an adult person that, you know, while they're in with the pediatric dentist, I could go and deal with my own issues. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, my own do. dental yeah. issues. Yeah. So do you have that as a service? Because mm-hmm. I think that's really, that would be really, it's like killing two birds with one stone, right? We're all going to the yeah. dentist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I we love do that. have that. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. so great. That's so great. Well, so how many patients a day do you see, Grace? It varies. Um, you know, I'm starting to slow down a little bit and let the younger dentist take over. I feel like I'm not a spring chicken anymore. Um, I used to see anywhere between like 20 to 40 patients a day. Um, so I'm, I'm cutting back to like under 20. Right. Well, you also um, have the, you know, you're busy with the kids too. Yeah. So yeah. I'm scaling back. And yeah. just this year in January of 2019, I stopped working Saturdays, which is a huge step for me. Oh I my mean, gosh. I forgot about the whole weekend thing for you. Yeah. That's a yeah. whole different world. Yeah. Well, good for you yeah. for stepping, stepping back from that. It was hard. Yeah. It was really hard. Yeah. Well, I'm sure. But, well, I'm sure some patients, too, are only available to come in on Saturdays. And so, right. yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's so interesting. So what's next for you, Grace? Have you thought about opening? So you have two two practices, I know, one yeah. in the city, mm-hmm. one in the suburbs. And are, have you thought about opening more or what's next for you? I also feel like you should be a talk show host, but that's just me. Oh, you're so funny. Because no, I love you so, so much. You're so oh great. Oh, my gosh. You're so sweet. I actually am dabbling more into um, speaking. So I am now doing a lot more speaking and I'm doing a lot more, um, let's say, like convention, like dental convention. So I was at the Michigan annual meeting last weekend and did that. And I've been practicing for so long that I am tapping into a different area of my career, which is kind of, what's it's not scary, but it's different. And I was a communications major when I was in college. 
And um, I've always wanted to go back to that a little bit. And it seems like it's coming full it. circle yeah. here, right? So I, I feel like it's coming full circle for yeah. sure. And then and, and with the podcast too, too with the, the podcast. podcast. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Yeah. So with the podcast, I just feel like that kind of feeds my soul into the whole communications thing. So I've been doing more of the podcasting, writing, um, speaking at meetings and blogging, but the Facebook really gets me going. Um, and we have our own events and meetings that I've been putting on. And that's, I think that's like what's next for me. I think Love what's that. next is going and in more delving into more of the communication stuff and then slowly stepping back from the practices. I mean, I'll probably manage them um, business wise, but I'll probably be cutting back instead of three days a week seeing patients um, to like two and then one. So, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. And then how can people find your podcast, Grace? And how often are you putting out your content? So the podcast goes out once a week. Um, it goes on Wednesdays. And our most popular space is on iTunes. But you can find us on Spotify, Google. You can find us on iHeartRadio. Um, so we're up on Android World as well. And we have 10 episodes per season, and we are just closing season six. And, and we just had a topic on embezzlement, uh, which is a scary kind of conversation, actually. A lot of doctors get embezzled. Uh, you know, their front desk will steal from them, but they have no idea. Wow. That is yeah. scary. Yeah. Well, I've, yeah. I've, I've been listening to some of yours. You have so many interesting topics. So I hope everyone goes and checks it out and subscribes. It's called Mommy Dentists, correct? Mommy Dentist in Business. In Business. Yeah, yeah Mommy yeah. Dentist in Business. Yeah, but everyone should go subscribe because I've been scrolling through. I listened to the cutest episode of your wonderful husband interviewing you, and I loved oh. that one. You guys are just so cute. Thank Seriously. You. It's like couple Thank goals. You. Couple goals. Oh, and I just, yeah. yeah, I love how supportive you guys are, and, you know, you're so, you're each other's biggest fans, so I love that about you guys. It's so important. Thank you. So, Our anniversary is tomorrow. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. How many years? 11 years. Oh, that's excellent. Well, happy anniversary. I hope you guys have a Thank great you. celebration and give give our love to Kent. He's just amazing. And I love watching him as well. And I love that he's, you know, we, we both did internships in college um, in television news because we were both in the TV news world in college, too. And now he's always on television news again. I'm like, it's coming. It's all coming full circle for you, for him. I love it. It's so good. It's so fun. Thank you. It's so Thank fun. You so much. Well, and how can people find you, Grace? I know you're not as into Instagram as much as I am, but you're going to you're going to get there. So how can people find you on Instagram? Yes. So on Instagram, my handle is mommy dentist, M-O-M-M-Y dentist. And you can find me on LinkedIn as Dr. Grace Yum. Um, you can visit my website. We've got uh, yummydental.com. And we also have the mom's website at mommydibs.com. Oh, it's so great. Okay. Well, see you guys. You guys, now you know all of, about Dr. Grace Yum. And her yummy, we just had a session of yummy therapy, I feel like. That was so good yes. for me. I needed oh, that. Cool. We all need each other. And I'm just going to keep thinking yeah. about what you said about community and mentors and find your tribe. And 
we're all going to support each other. That's what we're all about here on the Good News Podcast as well. So thank you so much, Grace, for being here. Congratulations on all your success. I can't wait to keep watching you and cheering you on from Connecticut all the way to Chicago. And your two kids are so adorable. I love watching them grow up, too. They're they're oh, just they have again. such personalities. I love it. It comes through thank on you. Facebook. So thanks again so much. You're so great. Oh, you're well. Thank you so much for having me. And I have to say the same thing about your family. Oh. They are so fun. And I, I do when I um when I'm on Instagram, I do check out all the things that are going on, especially your pictures. I love them. You've got like the best images and videos. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, you know, I'm a little I'm a little Instagram obsessed, but it's all good. It's all good. I like awesome. it's almost like my old life of TV news. I'm like producing my own Instagram every day. <laughs> Instead it's of producing great. news, I'm just producing Insta. <laughs> it's so fun. Well, thanks again, Grace. Thanks. Give my love thank to you. Ken. Thanks again for being here. Thanks thank so much you. for inspiring all of us and you know, sharing all your great advice. I can't wait to see what's next on your journey. And thanks everyone for listening. I'm so grateful for all of you. I know that I would never be here without all of you supporting me and inspiring me to be a kinder, better person every single day. Please stay tuned for next week's podcast. Remember, you can find us on iTunes and now Spotify. Please be sure to subscribe and rate and review my podcast too. And please, we are asking everyone to share with a friend, share this episode with a friend. If you have a friend who's in the dental business, if you have a friend who's a woman entrepreneur or a mom entrepreneur, please share this episode with a friend. The mission of this podcast is to get better together as a community right here in the audio space. For now, I am your host, Nina Clark. Please find me on Instagram and find Grace Yum also on Instagram at Mommy Dentist. Don't forget, we love the gram, so let's connect there. Thank you again for listening and let's keep being awesome.